Let's read from Isaiah chapter 52, verses 7 to 10. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news, who publishes peace, who brings good news of happiness, who publishes salvation, who says to Zion, your God reigns. The voice of your watchmen, they lift up their voice. Together they sing for joy. For eye to eye they see the return of the Lord to Zion. Break forth together into singing, you waste places of Jerusalem. For the Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord has bared his holy, his holy arm before the eyes of all the nations, and all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God. This is the word of God. I read from uh, SEV. It may be different than what you have in your hands, but it will help my ideas, other than that, I will read it in Arabic and it will be difficult for some of you. But uh, I'm preaching today because I have a deal with this church. And the deal is that uh, all the time we have Brian and sometimes Richard to be and come to uh, Egypt to visit us. So I know that this church, you treat your pastors to other people, other nations. Before that, you had Three pandas for one of your great pastors, Claire, here, I think. Remember that? So to, uh, I, I had a deal, and I have a, a negotiation with Richard yesterday when we had coffee in the morning. And we agreed that we in Egypt, we will have Brian Stewart with us. And I was going to give three pyramids and two camels. But Richard told me, no, 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 this is too much. So let us do it only one pyramid and two camels. So I think it's fair enough. So, and for this deal, Brian was supposed to preach today. So part of the deal, I am preaching now. So you know that it's taking place. It's my pleasure to be with you. And thank you for your great love and inviting me to preach here and to share with you the word of God. Bring uh, good news from the church in Egypt and greetings. Also, the church in Egypt is going with a very good time nowadays. God is blessing the church with many good news of church growth. Many church buildings, many missionaries are coming out of Egypt. And thank you for your support for two local churches who are planting new churches and also for our medical center and for the seminary where I teach and I serve the Lord through. Thank you very much for being so generous, for your prayers, and for your support. And come and visit. There are many visits uh, coming from here to Egypt. So please come and visit, and uh, we will make sure that you will enjoy your time, hopefully. The passage of today, I want you to imagine yourself in Jerusalem after the exile and many years of silence from God. Imagine yourself, you lost your people, your beloved ones, you lost your house, 
There is no temple, no worship, no priests to help, nothing. Evil is everywhere, sin is everywhere, Jerusalem is destroyed, the temple is destroyed. Very, very hard situation. And people were in despair, very sad, fragile, broken. There is no hope for them. But then, suddenly, in the midst of the silence, they hear a far voice coming from the mountains and crying, Peace! Crying, Happiness! Salvation! And the voice coming closer. Peace, happiness, salvation. Peace, happiness, salvation. Your God reigns. And the writer here, he said, How beautiful are these feet. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news. Beautiful feet. It's not a feat of a soccer player, the real football, or a feat of somebody who is playing a, a, a good sport, but this is the feat of the Savior, the witness of the good news. And I want you to imagine that this is a, a messianic prophecy on Jesus, because it talks about a single person. And that's why I choose this translation, because it tells are the feet of him who brings good news. Jesus is coming with the good news, proclaiming good news for the people in Jerusalem. This is a, gospel, a clear gospel message, and it tells peace. And I want you and myself to think that this message is for you and for me. Today, when God reigns, He brings peace. Peace upon the earth. Peace because Jesus is coming with this good news. This day, today, our world is desperate for peace. Everybody needs peace. We ourselves, in our troubles, we need peace. And here we hear the good news, peace. God tells us that he has peace in him. In Jesus, Jesus is our peace. The gospel is the gospel of peace. And Jesus came to proclaim peace. If you need peace, God is telling you and telling me, I have the peace. Peace be upon with you. We need God's reign upon us because we need peace. But also God's reign and the good news that he brings good news of happiness. And this word that came with different translations, happiness, sometimes it, it, it came with good things and it refers to the creation. When God created everything, he saw everything is very 
good. This is the same word in Hebrew. And good, very good, which brings happiness. And here is also good news for us. That God is calling for happiness, for good things, for our lives. The evil one is trying to convince us that there is no good in this life. But Jesus is coming with the good news and telling us that he is the one, when God reigns, he brings good things to our life. And we want to enjoy life with Jesus, to be happy. We have hundreds of reasons to be sad, to be disappointed. But here is the message that these beautiful feats are carrying. Peace, happiness. Also, it tells here, good news of happiness who publishes salvation. This is a call also for Salvation For those who are in Jerusalem, in desperate, in sin, in marg- they are marginalized, they are under pressure all the time, they are occupied. God is calling for them, that he is coming to deliver them from the slavery, deliver them from their own sins. This is a message of hope, of salvation, for everyone who is under pressure, for the addicts, for the marginalized, for those who, whom, who feel that nobody is loving them, that they are neglected, forgotten. God is coming to those who have, who have this feeling that he loves them and he wants to deliver them. Through his grace. Because he is our salvation. The Lord has reigned. Your God reigns. With peace, happiness and salvation. Then, in, in verse 8, it says, The voice of your watchmen, they lift up their their voice together they sing for joy it started with one person has beautiful feats with good news and then we see a group of people the watchmen who are these watchmen those are the people who are watching who are although destroyed walls of Jerusalem but they are in these walls watching keeping the house. They are watching because they were praying, hoping that one day God will return to Jerusalem. Those whom someday they saw the glory of God leaving Jerusalem, as in Ezekiel, the glory of the Lord left Jerusalem, left the temple and the walls and, and the city and on the mountain. They saw him leaving But now, together, they sing for joy. For eye to eye, they see the return of the the Lord to Zion. God is coming back. 
You watchmen who were desperate to see God returning, He is back. He is coming back. Rejoice. Be happy. You and me, we may don't go out and carry good news, but we can be watchmen and women praying for the, the world, praying for our families, praying for our nation, praying for our church. We may not be missionaries to the field ourselves, but we can share in God's mission by being watchmen, praying, carrying the burden of our people in front of the Lord, waiting for the glory of God to come back. They believed in the promise that although the glory of the Lord left, He will come back. And they were waiting and waiting and waiting until the day came when the glory of the Lord returned to Zion. How great it is when we see God coming back with His glory to our lives. That sometimes we miss His presence. His brightness in our life, in our families, in our churches, in our nation, in the world. It's beautiful to see that Christ with His glory is coming back to your Zion. To the place where you think He is not touching. He forgets you, but He is coming back with His glory, with His sovereignty, with His power upon our lives. He is coming back, even if the time is very long, even if we lost the hope. He is coming back to this situation that you don't think it is hopeless. He is coming back. This is the good news of the gospel. And because of time, I'll go quickly in the the verse after that, verse 9. Break forth together into singing. You waste places of Jerusalem. Starts as one, then a group of people, and then wastes places of Jerusalem. It doesn't take about buildings, but people. The rest of that city is rejoicing also. Because what? For the Lord has comforted His people. Comforted His people. God is the comfort. Those who are sitting in darkness saw a great light coming. Those who are sad, who has broken heart, who has tears in their eyes, who are suffering, God is coming to comfort you and me as He comforts His people. It says here, talk to the hearts of the people with comfort, with the rest. This is a comfort of restoration. God is restoring you and me. This is a comfort that comes not to the, the, the body, not to the eyes. We have people who are supporting us in our sufferings. And that is great that we, are, we as body of Christ, as families, stand together. But what we can do is only from the outside. But the only one who, who goes through the depths of our sadness and our needs is the Lord himself. And he is the one 
who is comforting his people. And what is the foundation of this comfort? It comes here. He has redeemed Jerusalem. We feel comfort because we are redeemed. God redeemed. Redemption here, the the redemption in, in this passage, it means somebody who paid the price. Who gave from his life. Who gave from his belongings to to cover the, the, the debt we have. The debt we have. Jesus is our Redeemer who paid the price for us and who set us free, righteous, restored, back to God. He has, we have in Him the redemption. We were redeemed with a great price, the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's why we should rejoice. We should be happy. We should be singing of joy. And we should share this good news. Very quickly also. Verse 10. The last verse of our passage today. The Lord has bared his holy arm before the eyes of all the nations. God here is proclaiming himself in a mighty way. In the eyes of all the nations. It started with one, then a group, the rest of the city, and here he includes who? All nations. All the earth. Everybody is in need to see the arm or his holy arm the lord has bared his holy arm bared means that he is ready to proclaim himself to show his power because it tells in another part of isaiah that he did it for himself god is not waiting for someone to do his work of salvation. He didn't send a, an, an angel or a, a prophet. He came himself. His arm. His mighty arm. His holy arm. The Lord has bared his holy arm before the eyes of all nations. And let us think a second. What does it mean, his, his holy arm? Yeah, it it means power and maybe punishment for the enemy. But hold on here. Let us keep looking in the same page for the, the, the Bible I have. Let us go to chapter 53, the first few, few verses. Who has believed what they heard from us and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed and then whom he talks about the whole chapter of Isaiah 53 the suffering Christ so it gives a different meaning 
that when God chose his arm, it doesn't mean that he is coming to destroy. But he chose his arm, and his arm here is the Lord Jesus Christ, who on the cross died. So everybody could see him and find in him the real salvation. And all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God. Jesus Christ is the suffering arm of God. And all the earth will see him. All the nations will listen to this message. But how come? How can all the nations, all the the earth, listen to this message? Let us go to Romans chapter 10. Romans is the chapter where he takes the same verse of Isaiah and tells us how does it mean beautiful feet in the New Testament. Romans 10, 14 and 15 talks about evangelism. But how are they to call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent. As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. Compare this, this is the same translation, compare this with the verse 7 we had. Verse 7, it says, How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him. Single. And it refers to Jesus. But Jesus is not here on the earth alone by by flesh. He raised and he is in in, in heaven. Who is here to present him? Romans tells us. How beautiful are the feet of those. Plural. It speaks about a group. It speaks about all of us. We are the carriers of the good news. As we receive the good news from Jesus himself, he gives us this responsibility that we will proclaim the good news and to proclaim it to where? To the whole earth. To all the nations. This verse, verse 10, the Lord has bared his holy arm before the eyes of all the nations. And all the ends of the earth shall see the the salvation of our God. This is God's mission that he is giving to each one of us. And we need to discover our role in this. To carry it ourselves to our neighbors, to our people, to our offices, to our families, to the end of the earth. And each one of us has part to do in God's mission. 
the world is in need for this message of peace, love, restoration, comfort, salvation, happiness. This is the gospel message. And who has this? Us. The body of Christ in this world. Yes, he serves to our life with comfort, with joy, with salvation to us. But he is asking us to bring this to the whole nations. Brothers and sisters, God is not far from us. He comes to our personal life and he touches it. He touches every life of us. He is the one who knows our depth, our needs, our real needs. And he is the only hope we have. But also as he is serving us and coming besides us, he sees others around us who are in a desperate need to see this good news. Don't keep it for yourself. Give it away. Spread it. Let all nations know the salvation of our God. Amen.